Hey y'all, <laughs> I'm back with season two of Sincerely Alicia. How y'all doing? And guess what? Guess what? I'm on camera. Mm -hmm. I'm going to record a YouTube video. Okay, I, I'm recording this and then on my YouTube video, you can see me recording it on my computer. Okay, your girl is getting together. I'm sitting on my bing bag. Okay, it's a really big bing bag. Okay, then my husband bought me. Okay, because I asked for a bing bag and he showed up and showed out. Okay, got the motherfucker sent to the house and I dragged it in because he wasn't here when he got here. And y'all, when I took that motherfucker out the box, I'm so glad that it opened like slowly. Because had that motherfucker open fast, it would have knocked me over. <laughs> it's that big. It would have knocked me clean down. Okay? But I love it. It's my little space. I don't like nobody on it. If you come to my house and sit on my bing bag, just know that I am cussing you out inside my head. I am. I don't like it. Most of the time people come over, we, we hide it. We put it in the boys' room. Because... It is my safe space. It is my my individual space. I don't like the kids on it or nothing. And then when I try to share, you know, like last time they got slime on my shit. Okay. <laughs> so no. But yes, I'm 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 so excited. I'm finally on camera. Hopefully the the, the, the video lasts as long as I need it to. Um because it's my first time recording on, on here like this. So we'll see. Um, I'm supposed to be giving y'all a herb of the day. I am going to go with peppermint. <laughs> because I, did, I didn't bring my book. I didn't bring my book. And that's the first thing I think of off the top of my head. Peppermint. Peppermint leaf. Okay? It's good for the digestive system. All right? And it, it's good for the lungs. Okay? But as I always say, do your own motherfucking research. I am not a nurse. I am not a doctor. And bitch, I don't tell you what to do. You are an adult, and if you are a, even if you're a teenager listening to this, Google it, baby. Okay? All right. You're not going to sue me. I'm just telling you what I read in a book. Okay? What I read in a book. Okay? Herbalist, self-taught, books bought. All right? That's all you need to know. But as I promised y'all, and I've been putting this episode off for so long, but I said, let's go ahead. Why not? We're going to talk about daddies. We're going to talk about daddies. Okay? And rather daddy issues, right? So I thought about doing some, like, other subjects. But I have to talk about what is, um, what is passionate for me at the time that I'm talking about it. Okay? Um, I'm just not somebody who can write my subjects down and be like, I'm going to talk about this today. Nope. It got to be all my heart to do. I got to feel it when I say it, okay? It just can't be any old thing. Um, but since I've been talking about it, I'm going to do this episode for the longest, I decided I'm going to go ahead and do this, okay? So, we saw my daddy, y'all, okay? And, um, yes, yes, I got issues with my daddy. Like a lot of black women. Not all black women. Some of y'all got some wonderful daddies, okay? I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Kudos to you. Okay. I mediocre. Mediocre. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna tell you why. And this is not a drag my daddy episode type thing, but I am gonna tell you the truth. And as I said 
once or twice before. Everybody's the villain in everybody's story. And if I'm the villain in your story, so be it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, it is what it is. But at, at the end of the day, I'm going to tell my truth. And if you don't like it, you don't got to watch and you don't got to listen. It is what it is. But as I told y'all how I came about in this world, my ponytail is crooked as shit, y'all. See, stuff like that is going to irritate me. And let me just tell y'all, no, I don't have on makeup. I'm not a makeup girl. I'm not going to get on this camera with no B-ass face because I don't beat my face, okay? These genetics is genetic -y. <laughs> you see me? I see me. I don't need none of it. And it ain't because I can't do it. I mean, I can't do it, but that's not the reason because YouTube University is a thing. It ain't rocket science, bitch. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I know y'all think it is. It's not. It's not. It is what it is. Anyway. Um. So, yeah. I'm looking how I'm looking. You got a problem with it? You don't got to watch. Okay? Just you can listen. And if you want to listen, look at them teeth. Damn, I am going to get distracted by the way that I look, y'all. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Self-love is the best love, as they say. Everybody always said it when they go through a breakup. I ain't going through no breakup. But I am breaking up with the old me. Okay? And, and, and the, 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 the new and approved me. She like what she see. Ow, she like what she see. Anyway, the teeth is teeth. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Honey, Colgate. Holla at you, girl. This is natural. I did not have any braces. Nope. I just, I woke up like this. I woke up like this. Hey, flawless. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. I get distracted easily. I'm so sorry. Anyway, daddies, right? So when I was a little girl, um, I want to say that I was, you know, I, I felt as if I was spoiled at that time. You know what I'm saying? Well, what a child under five would think that spoiled is or whatever um but as i got older you know you start seeing people and things for what they are you start noticing a lot more things um and, and stuff like that and i began to notice that my daddy didn't stay with us he would just like kind of come by and fly by um and things like that and um i got a lot of like my love and nurturing as i've said before from my brother's my phone is on 15%. I'm going to have to make this quick. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so I got a lot of my nurturing and every, all those things from my brothers, right? Um, my brothers um, gave me a lot of that daddy stuff that I needed. Um, my older brother, his name is Amra. And um, he's a lot older than me. He's, um, I shouldn't say a lot. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say it like that. He's 13 years older than me, y'all. <laughs> I don't want him to think I'm calling him old. I'm not calling you old. You're just older than me. Um, drink your water, y'all. And I'm sorry to my cousin. She don't like mouth sounds, which I'm thirsty. Okay. Anyway, long story short, um, I began to notice a lot of things. And then the thing that ruined our relationship, that ruined it for me, was when I was about seven or eight. Y'all gonna hear me say this age a lot because um, honestly, I cannot remember anything um, before that besides meeting um, my childhood best friend, Darlinda. Um, anything after that, excuse me, anything after that, I cannot remember very well. I mean, anything before before the age of like seven or eight, I cannot remember very well. Besides going to a daycare called Robinson Child Development and meeting my best friend, Arlinda. 
other than that and get a chicken pox i remember that shit okay but other than that i cannot remember anything so you'll hear me say when i do talk about my childhood i was seven or eight i was 10 or 11 a lot of my memory comes from those times and i mean i very well could have been nine who knows hell a lot of these things could happen in the same year i'm just telling you what i i think the age is um so i think i was about eight but anyway long story short I was at home with my brother, not my brother Armor, my brother Bushan. I was at home with him. People know him as Promise. He did R&B um, and he rapped and that was his name and people call him Promise. So I was at home with my brother and um, this nigga was warming up shit in the microwave, okay? I was in my room. I was one of those people that knew how to play by themselves. I didn't need no people to come over and play with me, okay? Bushan was uh, eight years, almost nine years older than me. So we wasn't playing no toys together, okay? Every once in a while, like when I got an easy bake up, he would come up in there and try to, you know, bake up my shit because he was, he like, you know, like some sweet shit. But other than that, we didn't play, honey, because he wasn't finna come up here and break my motherfucking Barbie dolls next. I was a Barbie fanatic and I just was not having that, okay? So anyway, this nigga was warming up the shit in the microwave. I came in the kitchen, he ran downstairs with whatever it was that he warmed in the, in the microwave. Well, I was done playing with my Barbies. I got tired. I went to sleep. Woke up to my mama and my daddy standing over me and my daddy saying, wake your ass up. Wake your ass up. Now, what was it that dramatic? I don't fucking know what it looked like to everybody else, but to me, a child in a fucking twin bed in my room after playing with Barbie dolls, waking up, and yes, I said dolls, y'all, I mean dolls, I am from Indiana, if you did not know, there are some words that I still pronounce like a Yankee, as people have called me, I do pronounce doll as dolls, so anyway, playing with my dolls or whatever, and I wake up after this great nap, and He's like, wake your ass up. Where's my food? Where's my food? And I'm like, what food? And he's like, um, my pepper steak and rice. Y'all, y'all know what age I just said I was. What fucking eight-year-old, you know, is eating motherfucking pepper steak and rice from the Chinese place? Be fucking for real, nigga. Be fucking for real. And I mean that with the most seriousness. Be fucking for real. Like, use your motherfucking brain. So, he's like, um... Well, uh, if you didn't eat it, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't eat anything. And he's like, well, if you didn't eat it, who did? And I'm like, I don't know. Because I'm very much, was especially as a kid, I was somebody that um, I didn't really like to lie. Have I lied before? Of course, everybody didn't fucking lie, okay? But I did not like to lie. So I, I didn't say that my brother ate it because I didn't see him eat it. Now, I did see him warming up some shit in the, I mean, hear him warming up some shit in the microwave. And yes, he did run downstairs when I came in the kitchen. However, I did not see him eat this pepperoni steak and rice. So he could have been warming up anything as far as I was concerned. So I'm like, I didn't eat it. I didn't eat it. He was like, yes, you are. You fat ass, fat ass. And all I remember is being in the corner like this. But, and I remember like, being like by my door or like behind my door or something because I like got up and I was just kind of like bracing myself um like as somebody would do if they're if they're about to be hit now my daddy did not hit me okay he he didn't whoop me he whooped me like one time because my mama called him over there which that was some bullshit okay but my mom called him over there because I got a C on my little elementary school report card which was some bullshit and that's something else that that just really was just like what the fuck is wrong with these people? Um, <laughs> no shade, just saying. Um, from my mind of a child, because I'm just like, how the fuck is this man gonna come over here and give me a fucking whooping when every time I ask this motherfucker for help, he say, ask your mama. 
So you don't know how to do this. Yet when I now don't know how to do this because I asked for help and you don't know how to help me or you don't want to help me or whatever the case is. And now I don't do it well. We want to give out whoopings. Like that shit is stupid and ignorant. And I'm not going to do that shit to my kids. Like you can't sit here and get mad because I don't know how to do some shit that you didn't teach me how to do. Yes, I have a teacher, but maybe she don't teach in the way that I learn. You know what I mean? Like I homeschool my kids. So I know what they know. So when my son comes to me and say, uh, I, like my, my, my second, second oldest, he likes to do this. I don't know. Every time you ask him what a letter, the sound of a letter is, because we're, we're, we're learning to read. So every time you ask him a sound of a letter, he's like, oh, no, because he don't feel like doing it. That shit pisses me off. And I'll be like, bro, don't play with me. I'm going to take your love on. And you're going to be sitting here staring at the wall because you're not going to tell me that you don't know what N sounds like. Your name is Messiah. Be serious. Be serious. You're not going to tell me that you don't know what B sounds like, but your name, your last name is Bonner. Sir, the math not mathing. The phonics is not phonicsing. Okay? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, you ain't taught me nothing yet. We think that I should know it. Make that shit make sense. As a 30-year-old woman, this shit still don't make no motherfucking sense. Because I was clearly asking for help. So that was strike two. That was strike two. So he did with me that, that one time. And, um, but then as I got older, you know, I began to look at him like, this man. And and I did ask my mom on there. I'm like, did this man graduate? Because every time I ask him, you know, I'm a little kid. I'm like, every time I ask him for something, he don't know how to do it. He always say, ask you. And sometimes my mama wasn't there. Like, after school... Uh, most times my mom went there because I was after school at home with my brothers. Okay, my brother, my oldest brother, Amra, took me to school my first day of kindergarten. Why my daddy didn't take me to school, I don't know. Maybe he was at work. You know, I know my mom was at work. I don't know where the fuck my daddy was, but I know that my brother at 17 or 18, he probably was 17, because I think his birthday, or maybe he had just turned 18. Either way. He took me to my first day of kindergarten and I cried like the big ass baby that I was because where are you going, sir? We supposed to be at home watching Teletubbies. That was our thing. We we like Teletubbies. His favorite one was the red one. Was that Poe? Okay. And I'm like, why are we not watching Poe at the house? <laughs> and who was these bitches beside me? And who was this bitch? This uh, teacher? I ain't trying to stay here. And like in my elementary school, there were like these windows. I went to two elementary schools, Riley and what the fuck was the other elementary school called? Riley and it wasn't Emerson because Emerson was the school that I auditioned for before we moved. Riley and damn y'all, I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to text my friends. <laughs> like, girl, what school do we go to together? Anyway, but I remember. Just watching him walk because it was windows and you could see outside in these little bitty classrooms. And I would just remember him walking past the window and I'm just like, you're like devastated, y'all. And so I've always had that like, you know, connection to him as like a fatherly figure because he was the one that, that helped me. He was the one that, you know, told me that I was beautiful, gave me all the kisses, all the all that affection that you would want your dad to give you, my brother had given me. You know what I mean? And my daddy would just come give me money and leave. You know what I mean? And when he did that and called me a fat ass, that really fucked with my confidence to this day, nigga. To this day. Like, 
I just stopped maybe last year crying every time I've seen myself in the mirror naked. <laughs> Let's can we be honest? Can we be for real? Because I would hear this man's voice in my head calling me a fat ass. And mind y'all, I have not been, you know, fat or plus size or whatever the word you want to call it to make you feel better. Um, all my life. Like, I went through a phase where I was very much skinny as hell. And you could see my collarbones and all of that shit. And I was a cheerleader. I was in band. I ran cross country for a little bit. One little summer now, y'all. Because I was like, mm, this shit's for the birds. But I tried my hand at different sports. But I was never no lazy bitch, okay? I wasn't sitting at home not doing shit. I was walking. I lived in a little ass town. Once we moved from Indiana, we moved to, to Tennessee. And I lived in a little ass town, baby. You, It was just kind of overall, you know, safe to just walk around. Everybody's kind of like your cousin, you know, type thing. So, I walked, you know, like all the other kids in the fucking uh, neighborhood in this city. And so I wasn't no lazy ass bitch. But still, even then, I had that gave me body dysmorphia. If you don't know what body dysmorphia is, it's basically like when you look in the fucking mirror, you see something completely different from what other people see, which I mean, most people do. Right. Because it's our body and we're we're a lot more critical of our own body and stuff like that. than other people. Sometimes, and then sometimes motherfuckers just be hating. However, it's like, you would literally see yourself, like, if you're fat, and you would literally see yourself, um, or if you think that you're fat, but you're actually skinny, you'll see yourself as this really, really big person, even though you're not. You could have lost weight or whatever, and you would still see this person. And you have to, like, retrain your brain and heal those parts and redirect that energy and be like... Um, I have to, you know, do something else. Like I have to, my cousin just texted me and threw me off. <laughs> that text was crazy, y'all. I'm so glad that y'all can see that shit. I hope that y'all can see that. Anyway, <laughs> um, she was like, no, not she was like, y'all, stop texting me, Luna. <laughs> um, good God, you bitch. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, back to body dysmorphia. Um, yeah, so it's when you see something totally different than what is actually staring back at you. So, and I de dealt with that for junior high, high school, 20s. Now I'm 30, and now I'm like, okay, I'm looking at myself in the mirror, giving myself the affirmations I need, looking at these teeth, teeth, and I ain't never had no issue with my teeth now because the teeth be teeth. <laughs> but the body. Okay, even when the body was bodying, I didn't think that the body was bodying. Even though people was telling me, even though I would see pictures, and you know, and now when I look back at pictures, I'm like, bitch, you were so skinny, and you thought you were so big, and now you can't even get a thigh in the pants that you were wearing in this picture. It's crazy. So it really messed with my confidence, because this is a man who was supposed to think that I was the most, even if I was the most ugliest bitch in the world, you're supposed to think that I'm the most beautiful bitch in the world not even a bitch i'm the most beautiful princess girl whatever in the world that is your job your job is to make me feel and build feel great and build me up because the world out there is gonna break me the fuck down every chance that they get you are not supposed to be my first bully you're not supposed to be that I have siblings for that shit. You know what I'm saying? Your siblings piss you off. They bully you. They tease you. Whatever. That's what siblings do. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it can, it can be over. It can be, you know, overdone. 
you know but for the most part like my brother he teased me here and there whatever you know what i'm saying we had our times but for the most part that nigga would knock you to hell <laughs> fucking with me okay and y'all i ain't even gonna talk about him because i already made a podcast about him it's called letter to my brother y'all go listen to that if you want to know how my brother felt about me and how i feel about him but um you know, you're already going to get those things from the outside world. You are not supposed, and this is for mothers and daddies. You are not supposed to be your child's first fucking bully. I understand that the world is going to be harsh, but bitch, you don't got to be the first motherfucker to do it. Understand? Like, you can give them the real without being a fucking asshole. You know? And like, hurt people hurt people. So now that I'm older, I understand that obviously he, he got some something going on up top. And something going up on right here in the middle in that hard space. And maybe that you didn't get the love and affection and nurturing that you needed. However, that is not an excuse. Because you were an ass to me. I don't turn around and start calling my kids a fat ass. You know what I mean? And so those are not the only things that happened though. So in high school, I went through a very bad acne phase. Mind you, like I said, he was in and out. He didn't really live with us consistently on a consistent basis. Listen to the words that I am saying. Consistently. Like my husband has lived in the house with me on a consistent basis since 2013. At the end of 2013. Let's be clear. Mm -hmm. At the end of 2013. From to 2023. That's almost 10 fucking years this man has been in the house. My eight-year-old does not know a time that his daddy was not here unless he was at work or that one time that I'll tell y'all about later, okay? (laughs) Consistently, this man was in and out, in and out because why? He had a wife some of that time and it was not my mother. And then even when my mother was his wife, he was still going back to see his previous one, right? I was an afterthought. So was my siblings. Now, whether they're willing to admit that those things are not, I don't really give a fuck, okay? I've tried to have these conversations with people and and some of these people don't like to have conversations about my daddy. My daddy's family is very much a black family, okay? We don't discuss things that are a problem so that we can fix them. We just enable people to still be a fucking problem. But Alicia doesn't do that. So Alicia doesn't fit in because I don't have time for that toxic that's bullshit. You know what I mean? So I basically um, learned to not fuck with him okay so in high school i went to a bad little um acne phase so i had acne right around this area um i don't know if that's is that hyperpigmentation i think that's hyperpigmentation so when you have the dark area around your mouth all right now i got a little mustache okay but that's not what i'm talking about <laughs> it was all around here which is very dark it just really looked like a whole like goatee situation and i was very self-conscious about it. now a lot of people when i ask them about it, they don't remember this face uh, apparently it was more you know it was just a me thing people seen it i know because people used to say little shit and i used to hear people say little shit but obviously it wasn't something that just stuck because my mama got me proactive baby we got proactive when we got it together okay but when my daddy seen me for the first time after months, instead of this man saying, hello, hey, how you doing? Giving me a hug, giving me a kiss. This man looked me square in my pizza ass face, right? And said, what the fuck is wrong with your face? Well, thanks a lot, dad. I feel very beautiful now. Now I'm an ugly ass fat ass, right? Because damn, bitch, you ain't got nothing nice for me. You don't have nothing nice to say to me. You ain't seen me for months. And the first thing you asked me, what the fuck is wrong with my face? Well, thanks. 
I feel really great. Thanks. Like, it was bullshit. And immediately, I run in the house and start crying. What did I say? Okay. Children. Anyway. So I immediately run in the house and I start fucking crying. And I hear my mom say something like, oh, why did you say that? Why did you do that? Just It wasn't enough for me, though. Whatever it was said wasn't enough. Say it, okay? Uh, I would have cussed his motherfucking ass out. You're not... Because we had been dealing with this issue and she knew that it was very it was very hard on me. Okay? I know we act like teenagers don't have feelings and teenagers aren't people and they don't go through real things because they don't pay bills. They don't have real problems. That's also bullshit. If you do that to your kids, something is mentally wrong with you. And that's why a lot of these people's children are unaliving themselves because we don't take um, being a person serious enough. Okay? But... My phone is about to die. Shit. All right, I'm back. My phone almost died. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah. So went through that whole thing. Um, but overall, it was just kind of like he never had nothing good for me. Now, whether you know, little times where you know things were done here or there, sure. But it was the it was the the things that tore me down that stuck with me the most because you didn't encourage me enough. You know what I'm saying? You didn't encourage me enough for you to think that those things were supposed to stick. If you keep telling me how bad I look every time you see me, telling me that I'm pretty two times out of 30 years, it's not going to make up for it, sir. <laughs> it's not. It doesn't work like that. And then you're awkward with it. Like, and then like it's only it's only so much grace that you can give a grown adult. It's only so much grace that I can give a motherfucker that's older, that's twice my age. Because I am now 30 years old and I still don't understand what it was that you were trying to do. Were you trying to tear me down? Were you tr- were you trying to humble me? And the only times that I felt that you addressed the way that I look in a positive way as if it made you look good, right? Is that not narcissistic? I I know everybody be using the word narcissist for anything all willy-nilly. I'm just saying. The only time you address the way I look is if, you know what I'm saying, people was giving you a compliment. You know, if they gave me, oh, yeah, I got some good jeans. Guess what? I got these fat-ass jeans from you. <laughs> Newsflash! My mama don't look like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They came from somebody's side and they wasn't my mama's. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. i say that. So maybe it's the parts about me that were just like you that you hated. Let's speak on it. Maybe because a little self-hate, huh? Hmm? Let's talk about it. Maybe it was the parts about me that you... That were similar to you that you just could not stand. Right? Because it wasn't like I was just going around eating up some shit. It took five children for my body to look like this here. I've had five humans come out of my vaginal canal. Shit. My phone died, y'all. Anyway. Five humans come out of my vaginal canal. And... We just going to sit here and act like I just been looking like this my whole life. That's some bullshit. I'm going to tell you right now, that is some bullshit if I ever heard it. And 
as I continue to grow and evolve, I have less and less remorse and less and less grace to give because besides the aesthetic things, you know, besides the, the name calling and the beating me down and stuff like that, you weren't there for me. See, there were times where people have said or done inappropriate things to me and I've blown your phone up and called and I've called and I've called and you did not answer. And then when you finally answered the phone, you said, you must be calling for some money. My nigga, I ain't talked to you in three or four months. If I was calling for some money, that's the least your ass could do. I almost said bitch ass, but I'm not even going to do you like that. But I almost said that. <laughs> I might as well have said it, right? Because I already told y'all what I was going to say. Anyway. You, that was the least that you could have done, right? Because I have eaten three times a day for the last 90 days and you haven't called to make sure that I ate once. Wow. I called you one time and maybe I needed $30. Hell, if I needed $3,000, that's the least that you could do. Be fucking for real. And thank God. Oh my God. Thank goodness, thank heavens, thank spirit, thank the universe, and whatever you else, you everybody believe me in. Thank Buddha, Allah, whoever. Whoever, whoever we going with today. They all the same person. Thank goodness to gracious that I rebelled against that energy. Because I couldn't have no man like that. But I couldn't have no man like that. And, and I couldn't have no man like that being my children's father. Right. Um, and I seen that comedian and I don't remember his name, but he was talking about how if we don't love your mama, we don't love your ass. And that's very much a familiar energy to me. I'm going to be honest. Like as long as, you know, the terms, terms are good with my mother, there was minimal issues, right? Minimal issues. But as soon as my mother and him were not on good graces, baby, I was thrown to the wayside. My needs and my, and, uh, let alone my wants, they did not matter. They were non-existent, right? And so I did, like most kids do, you try and you try and you try to have a, um, relationship with your parents because that is something that you want. You want to be able to have a relationship with your dad and your mom and uh, your grandparents or whoever raised you as your guardian or whatever. Like you want that guidance. You want that love. However, sometimes it is so fucking toxic to where you got to cut people off. Like you have to tell somebody, fuck you. I'm going to move on. You're not worth it. Life is too short for me to be chasing an, an affection that I am not going to receive from you. I accept that. I don't hate you, but I am definitely going to move on and you can kiss right. Here's an ass to kiss. And sometimes people don't like that. Most of the time people don't like that. Because who, who like who like being told to kiss somebody ass? But at the end of the day, it's either you or it's me. And I'm going to pick me every time. Because that is who matters. And I'm going to pick my children every time. So it, it, the, the trauma and the triggers got so bad to me to where I didn't want this man around my children. Like... One day he came with my mama to visit and I had already told her to leave his motherfucking ass at home. Did she listen? No, because he's my daddy and that's your, okay, you chose him, not me. 
If I don't want somebody, I'm going to tell y'all right fucking now. If I told you don't bring nobody to my house, that is what I mean. I don't care who you are or what is your position in my life. This is my home. This is my safe space. This is the area where I feel safe and protected and I feel comfort. Don't bring no negative ass energy into my home. Don't do that. And so at this point, I, these people drove from Memphis. So now you're forcing this energy upon me, the energy I don't want. And what did he do? What did he do? He's sitting here sharing chips with my second born. And he hauls off and calls my baby a what? Fat ass. Baby. And Leo Bonner knows this to be true. He was holding me back for on the top of the steps because we stayed in a, um, the fuck are those things called, y'all? Townhouse. So we were upstairs when I heard this. He was holding me back. Nah, baby, nah. Just let it go. He ain't gonna remember it. Nah, hell nah. Because if I let it fly now, this motherfucker gonna keep on doing it. And you ain't gonna ruin mine like you did me. You not gonna do that to my babies. Hell fuck nah. I don't know what you let motherfuckers do to yours. Actually, I do. I don't, I don't give a fuck what you let motherfucker do to us, but you ain't going to do it to mine. What you're going to do is get your fucking block knocked off and your cap pop back. Fucking with mine. I don't care who you are. You don't get to talk to my kids like they're no motherfucking trash. You know what I mean? And so it, it pissed me off so bad. I was so mad. I was so fucking mad. I had to stay upstairs for a bit. And Leo was just like, you know, calm down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'll be all right. Like, this is exactly what I didn't want to happen. When I tell you don't bring somebody to my house, please listen to me. When I say don't come to my house, please listen to me. Please. Because when you invade my space and you invade my privacy and you invade my safe space and I no longer feel safe, baby. It's only it's only one thing. It's only two things that people do when they feel safe. That's fight or flight. And I'm a fight type of bitch, right? I'm not going to run from you. You're going to you gonna have to see me. So it really pissed me off. And after that, I was like, I cannot keep doing this with this motherfucker. So I didn't visit my mama like that because she was with him. So I didn't go home like that. And I tried my damnedest to have a relationship with this man. I tried my damnedest to be a daughter. You know what I'm saying? He got, he went to the hospital. I showed up, spent my gas and asked for the gas money. Da, 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 da. What, what daughters do? I showed up. I ain't see no sister there. I ain't see no brother there. Not saying they would have been there. I'm just saying. I showed up. This man act like. That shit didn't matter. Yeah, like that shit didn't matter. Still treats people like trash to this day. To this day, talks about their own grandchildren. I'm not just talking about my child. <laughs> nah. Talk about their own grandchildren and great nieces and nephews like fucking trash. Right? And smiling these people fucking face. Now, I know we got issues with people, and sometimes we express ourselves about somebody to somebody else. Okay, that's one thing. Spending you about something that I just really don't like about this person or this situation. You know what I mean? However, it's another thing to completely trash somebody and then want them to do something for you or be there for you. It's, it's crazy even. I'm not even going to lie to you. And so, after that situation happened, now we done fast forwarded to 2015. This is when that this is no, it was 2016 at this point because 
my baby was eating chips so obviously he was about one yeah he was about one because it was right before we bought our house okay we're gonna fast forward to when we bought our house bought a house or was looking to at this house to buy we showed up there it was a rainy day or whatever and the yard was a little swampy like it was it was the water would sit in our front yard and in our backyard if it rained hard enough but it was you can tell that like it was a lot of like hard rock underneath where they built our house so and our house is kind of like at the end of a slope where our neighbor's house was kind of on a hill so their water would just run you know run our yard and then we had a ditch that ran behind our house and behind our neighbor's house on our left side you know so their yard wouldn't get swampy as well this man looks around mind you this man who does not own a fucking house <laughs> and i've never known to own a house but i could be wrong whatever um looks around and said the yard kind of small Y'all kind of swampy. Now, I know, I know what some people are thinking. Oh, my dad say things. Sometimes your parents say things that you don't like. Da, 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 da. It's one thing to say, "Hey, keep that in mind." Hey, keep that in mind. Hey, you know what I'm saying? You might want to have them check that out. There's a way to say things, and there's a way to do things that is that is helpful and in love. And then it's a way to be a hating ass motherfucker, and that was hating ass energy. Do you hear me? It was hating ass energy. We did buy that house. And that and that house um, served us well. We lived in that house for four years, almost five years. And we sold that house last year in 2022. And got a nice little healthy sum of money. And you know what this man told me when I was getting ready to buy this house? I mean, sell this house. This man said, that's dumb. Why would y'all sell the house? Y'all ain't finna get no money. You talking about somebody who never bought or sold a house gonna tell somebody what kind of money they finna get? You don't know what the fuck you talking about. You ain't got the answer, Sway. And I ain't finna get back on this motherfucker and say, Sway had the answers. I'm telling you right fucking now, this Sway ain't had an answer. <laughs> wrong. Zero. Wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm gonna rewind a little bit. Graduation. Minimal effort, minimal help. You showed up, got all the accolades for my work, my dedication, my consistency. You sat up there, you smiled and in the pictures and you smiled for everybody else, but you didn't help me with a fucking thing, right? You contributed to my um, downfall, even though I didn't have one. But damn it, if I have one, you didn't have a problem with, with um, sowing into that uh, seed of destruction, right? You didn't have a problem with sowing that seed of destruction into that basket. But but the basket that I needed for success, you had no coins for. You had all the coins for the negative shit. So, like, prom, I was a very uh, low-maintenance kid. I'm not ever going to let nobody make it seem like I was I was high-maintenance. I was not clothes i shop i shopped at whatever store was affordable at that time i didn't i wasn't one i love gym shoes but i wasn't one of the girls that needed jordans all the time or fancy gym shoes i very much wore like white girl shoes you know what they call white girl shoes um you know different colors and things like that i you know i went to shoe show and you know goodwill and salvation army and you know i, I bought what i liked and what i thought was cute I didn't worry about if it was new. As long as it looks cute on me and it made me feel good, then, then I was cool. So my prom dress was $60 fucking dollars, y'all. Now, originally, my prom dress was $80 online on his website. Um, I did my own body measurements. Shout out to Miss Porter for um, her home economics class 
and uh, she taught us how to sew and stuff like that. So I knew how to take my body measurements. So I took my body measurements and I called this man. I said, I need $80 for my dress. He took so fucking long. By the time he gave me the money, the dress was then $60. So I was able to save $20 and get me some shoes. Now, do y'all know how much most people pay for a dress? Even in that little town, motherfuckers really, really pay for a dress. Now, my dress was cute to say I love my dress or whatever. But I I chose the dress that I chose and the price range that I chose it because I was being considerate of my parents. Mainly, I was being considerate of my mother. And I didn't want to ask too much of my daddy because he wasn't going to provide much. So, it wasn't no point in getting no motherfucking hopes up. You know what I'm saying? This is the same man that told me if I, if I got my license, he would buy me a car. And then once I got my license, there was no car to show. And then the car that he did show me was not actually a car that he owned. It was a, a car that his girlfriend owned. And I did not find that out until I spent one... Um, weekend with him in Memphis when he was him and my mama was separating he had him a girlfriend and found out that this was a car that she had promised her own child very fucking embarrassing and very heartbreaking now did I get a car I did my mother bought me my first car a little Chevy Cavalier like a 1991 that motherfucker had flames on the side and people used to say do 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 the hot wheels when I came down the fucking road and I loved that fucking car that was my shit and I wasn't afraid to drive because the rest of these motherfuckers was walking and what love that car drove it to that motherfucker did not drive anymore right my second car that I got, my mom also bought me my second car, my freshman year of college, second semester. Um, he did not contribute to buying either of these cars. Now, did he go help us find the car? The first one, mm-hmm, he helped us find it. He didn't contribute any monetary um, value to the vehicle. And then when I needed the vehicle fixed, baby, he just could not be bothered. So that motherfucker sat, sat, sat to mom when he got a title loan on it and that bitch was gone one morning when I woke up. Like toxic shit you know what I mean and I know that everybody has toxic parent relationships but I you know what I can't stand those people who always tell other people like at least you have a dad bitch shut the fuck up you know what I mean? and I'm so glad let me say something my husband dad passed away when he was nine years old and I could talk about my daddy all day if I would like to. And you know what he's never going to say to me? At least he was here. Because he can understand how having any dad, just any old kind of daddy, is not better than having no daddy at all. Because if you're going to get a motherfucker that's a cokehead and that's that's abusive, that's verbally abusive, that's physically abusive. And I'm not saying my daddy's all this. I'm naming other people's situations as well. And y'all turn around and tell people that having, just, just like I tell women, well, having having some man is better than having no man at all that's toxic and that's dangerous that's why would these women stay with these toxic men getting their ass beat on and um treated like shit and cheated on uh time after time after time because we don't want to be alone because we are told that it's better to be with somebody than to have nobody at all that shit is dangerous it is toxic and y'all gotta stop that bullshit it is not better for your kids to just know your name rather than not know you at all. If you're not going to do right by your kids, then leave them the fuck alone. Stop with the in and out. Stop with the teeter totter. See, I'm not mad at the mothers who say either you're going to keep your ass here or you're going to stay your ass out. Now, there are mothers that say, hey, I have an open door policy. You can come see it whenever you want, how much ever you want, how little you want. And I understand that policy, too, because they don't ever want to be blamed 
for the fact that they never see the child. And then you have the mothers that say, look, if you're not going to be consistent to stay your inconsistent ass over there, you're not going to play with my child's emotions. You're not going to take my child on an emotional roller coaster. See, those women, a lot of the women that y'all call bitter because they like, we're not going to keep doing it. You're not going to keep coming in and out because you keep coming in and out. And we're not talking about, oh, you want to be with the mama, do you don't want to be with the mama. That ain't what we're talking about. If it don't apply, let it fly. Don't start applying your situation to this. I am telling you specifically what I am talking about. Motherfuckers that are inconsistent with their children, never mind the mother. The mother says you can come and when you, you know, when you please, as long as it is convenient for both parties and you get mad because she don't want you or you can't pop in and out every three years or, or you want the child to call you. Who's the parent, nigga? Who's the parent? Be fucking for real. For example, like my brother's dad. And I'm going to speak on it because we're talking about daddies, right? And I'm going to speak on it because he's not here, but he but he, he coming in. Okay? For instance, my brother's daddy. When my brother passed away, this motherfucker said something to one of my family members to, to the effect of, well, he didn't, he didn't have a relationship. He didn't talk to me. Who fucking fault was that, nigga? And I, and I apologize to, to my brother's sister. If you feel like it's disrespectful, I'm sorry. But I'm going to tell my brother's story because it was fucked up. You weren't going to come to your son's funeral because you feel like he didn't fuck with you. Why didn't he fuck with you? Look your fucking self in the mirror and be fucking for real. I love that little saying, y'all. They tearing that shit up. I love that shit on TikTok. Be fucking for real. Because <laughs> honestly, are you dumb? I love that little saying. Are you dumb? <laughs> anyway. You can't honestly tell me that you thought that this was the child's fault while you don't have a relationship. There are daddies out here with shit-ass baby mothers. Shit-ass baby mothers. And I know some personally that still make an effort to drive hours to go see their child so their child know that I am trying. I am making an effort. Please see me. They got their children phones and they pay these phone bills so they can hopefully get in contact. Now, obviously, sometimes that's going to be up to the mother. So she take the phone in, then what? You know what I'm saying? But they doing it and they going to have proof later on that they tried. You niggas ain't even got no proof. CYA, my nigga, cover your ass. Cover your ass. I'm a CYA type of girl. I was telling somebody this the other day about a situation. Um, and, and I said, motherfucker. Didn't have no proof to their innocence. And two things I'm never going to do is erase. I mean, one thing I'm never going to do is erase. Is do two things. Erase some shit that's going to prove my point or prove my fucking innocence. That's not some shit that I'm about to do. I'm a very much a CYA type of motherfucker. I'm not going to erase shit. And I'm not going to not have shit that's going to prove my point or prove my ignorance. Best believe if you had an interaction with me and you ever want to go lie on me, you better have receipts that I said. Because <laughs> I'm going to have some. I'm going to have some. I got receipts from 2019. If a bitch ever want to see me about some lies, baby, I hope you're ready because they in my Google Drive. <laughs> see me. You know what I mean? Like... I just don't understand the lack of effort, the lack of wanting to. What type of man don't want to love on their babies? I understand daddy's maybe mama's baby type of shit. Okay, but once you figure out the baby was yours, where you at? Where you at? It's so many boys and girls and black children, especially out here that ain't got no daddy. That ain't got no daddy. What's wrong with you? 
Do you hate yourself that bad that you can't, that you don't think that somebody could love you? Because at this point, that's what I'm looking like. That's what I'm looking at him like. Oh, there's no self-love there. You don't think that your presence matter. I had a conversation with a, with a cousin of mine like that. Wonderful dad. And has two daughters. And we were talking one day. And um, I was, you know, telling him, hey, maybe you should, uh, you know, think about, get, about getting your daughter. You know, tell her mom, get herself together. We'll do woo. And he was like, no, nah, she need her mama. I said, you don't think she need you? So you said you're the lesser parent? And he kind of just looked at me. But when you say it like that, you ain't got to say it like that. I said, no, nah, no. Nah. I mean, that's, that's what I hear. When you tell me that it's better for her to live here, even though it's unstable over here, than live with you because you feel like she needs her more than she needs you. And I'm telling you, as a, as a daughter, that that's not true, baby. That you are not the lesser parent. Fathers, you are not the lesser parent. Do you understand me? I hope that y'all have made it to the end of this podcast episode where I am now going to encourage you because I I have to tell my truth. And that's that's only some of it. I only gave you a piece of it. There, there's a lot more, a lot more things that have been toxic. Like I didn't let my daddy walk me down the aisle. You know, he did. He called family members whining about it. But why would I let you walk me down the aisle when when I on my wedding day, I just want to feel beautiful. I want to feel loved. I want to feel like I deserve um, this moment, right? And you don't ever make me feel like I deserve a moment. Why would I let you be a part of my moment? You got to be honest with yourself. And sometimes I feel like fathers don't think that they are needed. But y'all know it's needed because a lot of y'all don't got daddies. And you can't stand your daddies. And you can't stand your mama because you think it's your mama fault while your daddy ain't around. And I'm going to tell you, that's probably a rare, rare occurrence. That's only a small percentage of y'all that the mamas really don't want y'all around or are really bitter. Most of these mamas would like the fucking help, please. Would like you to do your part, please. Would like you to feed your child, please. Would like you to see your child more than every other weekend, please. Will ya? Damn, some of them will probably pay you to keep them every once in a while. But you niggas just can't be bothered. You know what I mean? And I don't have very much remorse for that type of shit. Because I watch my husband be a father every fucking day. And it helps me heal my inner child because I know that it can be done. And I know that people desire to do it. I watch my cousin, my cousin Adonijah be a father to his children and want to do it. And actually sit down and play with his daughter and have tea parties and shit like that. Because he 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 loves to do that with her. He loves to be around his daughters and, and love on them. And is very affectionate with them and, and hugs them and gives them kisses and and doesn't make it weird. You know what I mean? Like I see my brother love on his 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 daughter and, and my other uh, brother love on his daughter and his sons and I just like be be for real. There's men out here who don't just want to see their wives be mothers, but they desire to be fathers. See, I seen a post and it said men don't want to be fathers; they want to give women children, and they don't want to be husbands; they just want wives. They like the aesthetic of being a husband and a father because it looks great. It's a it's a status symbol to them. But what's better than looking like a husband and father is actually being one, putting in the work, putting in the time, putting in the effort, putting in the finances. But see, all y'all want to do is be motherfucking ATMs. 
that's all y'all want to provide and then when people are, are only expect that out of you now you mad but that's all, all that's the least you could do you're not providing any um energetic currency you're not providing any emotional currency so you might as well be providing some coins my nigga might as well might as well it's the least that you can do the least that you can do is make sure your child has some food and clothes if you're not going to spend time with them at least spend some money on them right at least make sure that their mother can get to work so she can make sure that they eat it's the least you can fucking do it's the least you can do nobody's asking you to be a perfect man nobody's asking you to be a perfect dad moms aren't perfect but damn it but damn it we do our best and we do our best to make it to where we're trying to learn new things and we're trying to make sure our kids are protected and make sure they feel loved and try to protect them from motherfuckers who ain't trying to love them like that that's what we do we want our children to have the best even if we didn't have that am i saying all moms are perfect i am not saying that all mothers are perfect i want that to be perfectly fucking clear because y'all have an issue with that every time somebody is checking you we go tit for fucking tat i hate it i hate tit for tat that shit's stupid if you got a problem say it then but don't wait till somebody says something about this for you to say something about that say it when it was an issue for you because now we're just going back and forth we're playing tit for tat tit for tat is boring as fuck tit for tat is, is petty as fuck it's childish grow up we know that mother, mothers are not perfect, but 99% of the times they stay, they stay. You know, you got the 1% that run off. You got the 1% that let the, the let the daddy do it. Why? You you a weekend dad? Why the fuck she can't be a weekend mom? Come on, man. Come on, man. How fair is that? Because you think that you're the lesser parent. Y'all got to address why y'all think that you're the lesser parent in the situation. We got to be honest. Daddies, can we be honest? Can we be honest? I want y'all to start looking at yourself in the mirror and, and knowing that your children desire for you to be there. Your children desire to um, have your presence. Your children desire to see you at a um, at a sports event. Your children desire for you to be at a football game, at a basketball game, at a cheerleading event, at a, at a fucking band competition, whatever it is. Fathers, you are not the lesser parent. That's that's the way that y'all move. That get your mama to do it, that uh, uh, stay with your mama, the weekend dad shit, that, uh, uh, oh, I got to work. You, She do too. She do too. Somebody got to make sure this, 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 this child eat. Somebody got to make sure this boy got, this girl got, Shoes, clothes, food, bathed, clean water, hmm? lights, lights. Let me tell you another instance. I, I call I, uh, me and my mama's at home. No electricity. It's winter time. I call my daddy. I'm like, after not talking to him for months again. Here we go. I call him. I'm like, hey, um, I was wondering if you had some money to pay this light bill because it's 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 uh, we don't have any electricity and it's cold. And, um, this man starts laughing on the phone, y'all. Your daughter just told you that she was cold. It's wintertime. Now, now it's not in, we're not in Alaska. 
Okay, we're not in Alaska. We're not in Antarctica. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But it's cold. We don't have any heat. And I told you that it's cold and I don't have no heat. This man tells me, so I mean, what the fuck you expect for me to do? You expect me to pay the bill? Where your mom at? Well, my mom's at work, you know. Um, she's, I don't know. At that time, I don't really know where she was, but she's been at work. Yeah. She's the one that been feeding me and clothing me for the last few months that you haven't been answering the phone. Uh, we don't get to ask where the fuck my mama at, you know? Um, and he starts laughing. He says, shit, if I pay your bill, then I'm going to be cold. What the fuck I look like? And I replied, you look like a daddy. Because as soon as I call my brother, as soon as I call my brother, who's only eight years older than me, you know what he did? He didn't pay his bill and he paid ours. My daddy laughed at me when I told him I was cold. And when I called my brother and told him that the electricity bill needed to be paid and it was cold in the house, my brother paid the bill. Now, this was two different instances. My brother paid the bill when I graduated high school. The lights were off. It was not cold. It was summertime. Um, and even like my youth pastor, um, and he was, uh, married to one of my cousins, my mother's cousins. And I told him, you know, talked to them one day and I was like, we don't have any electricity. And he gave my mother the, the, um, the money for the lights. And we got the electricity back on. But my daddy, the nigga nutsack that I came out laughed in my ear on the phone and told me that if he made sure that I was warm that he would be cold and what the fuck he looked like <laughs> and this man wonder why I don't I don't care to be bothered are you are you fucking serious you you wonder why I don't really care if you have a relationship with my children or not be fucking for real those are just some of some of the stories you know what I mean and it's just toxicity after toxicity that I am not going to deal with. I don't have any desire to deal with somebody who has no desire to to love me, to um, embrace me, to nurture me, to care for me, to have anything for me but negativity and to tear me down. I don't, I'm not interested. Um, and I've tried to make myself interested because that's what you do. That's your parents. You're supposed to let them treat you like shit. And it's a no. It's a no for me. Mm-mm. No, but I want fathers to know, and I'm going to say it again. You are not the lesser parent. You do not get to leave your child high and dry and think that the mother just got it. You don't get to use work as an excuse because she does not get to use work as an excuse. If your child is sick, then y'all get together and figure out who got the most off days and whoever got the most off days needs to take off. Right, whoever got the most vacations, y'all got to learn how to compromise with these women. Right, show some fucking effort. All right, and I'm gonna say it again: if it don't apply, let it fly. If you just got a fucked up baby mother and she mad cause y'all not together no more, she mad cause you cheated on her and she just you know putting the baby in the middle of it, cool. But be honest with yourself about whether that's really your situation or not. Okay. Don't get on my shit talking about, ah, she this. I don't give a fuck. Like I said, if it don't apply, let it fly. It ain't going to apply to everybody. If it ain't for you, don't try to make it fit. But if the shoe fits, lace that bitch up, put it on, and walk into evolution. Please. (laughs) Please. So that we can heal as a whole in a black community. It's bad enough that white people are rooting for our downfall. Please, don't y'all make the downfall fall, baby. Make a different decision. 
Make a better decision. Damn, it ain't that fucking hard. Mothers do it all the time. They juggle different children and sometimes different dads. That's just the way the fucking cookie crumbles. A lot of y'all mama got multiple baby daddies, but you are going to talk about your baby mother as if she's just some rare occurrence. Your mama did it too. You ain't calling your mama a thought. Mm? Mm? You, you, got, you ain't got no whole siblings either. <laughs> you love your mama. Right. Right. But I am not saying this to bash fathers, but I want to tell y'all about where I came from and how my shit went. Right. Because, and as I said, it wasn't all the time bad. Da, 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 da. But most of the time, it was very much those instances that I told you about. Did he not give me money all the time? There were uh, times that I got, like I said, he paid for my prom dress. It was $60. But when it came to my um, pictures that I took, my brother paid for those. Prom and things like that and graduation, my mother and my brother pay for those things my mother paid for most of these things in my life my mother made sure that I had my mother my mother my mother my mother my mama my mama that's what I got my mama Janice made sure that I had because you just could not bother to make sure that I was okay and for that reason I do not feel the need to bother to make sure that you are okay. And it's not on no payback shit. It's not on no, uh-huh, karma's a bitch. It's just that I don't have it for you. It wasn't poured into me to have for you. I don't got it for you. I have to have it for my kids. I have to have it for my husband. I have to have it for my mother. I have to have it for my brother. I don't have it for you. You didn't have it for me. And I don't feel bad about that. You didn't feel bad about it. I don't have any remorse about having a reaction to, to somebody's action. I do not have to feel bad about being treated poorly. Mm-mm. Nobody's going to make me feel bad about that. You know what I'm saying? And even me and my brother had a little uh, conversation back and forth. He's like, yo, you got to understand that you grew up in a time. Blah, 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 blah. My mama also grew up in that time. Yeah. My granddaddy grew up in the time before that. He didn't treat me like shit. Loved my granddaddy. I'm talking about, we're going to talk about just real quick. Now, I don't know who my granddaddy was. I'm going to make this disclaimer. I don't know who my granddaddy was for his children, right? All I know is what people tell me. But all I know what he was, was, uh, all I know is who he was to me, right? He was a, grumpy sweet man okay kind of grumpy but sweet the worst thing my granddad ever did was call me boy and he called everybody boy it's a very country term boy right a boy come here boy stuff like that not ugly not fat not nothing matter of fact this this is the difference between my granddaddy and my fucking daddy when my daddy got drunk he, he doubled down on the bullshit that he said. When my granddaddy got drunk, he cried and told me to never choose a man that wasn't shit and to never let a motherfucker treat me like shit. Why? Because he loved me. That was, the, that was his reasoning. Not because I was smart. Not, you know, it was very cute. It was very cute. He told me and my cousin should give me that. It was very cute. And I, and I appreciated that. Um, 
and I appreciated him telling me that he loved me because apparently that wasn't some shit he said all the time. So I appreciated the love. The the I appreciate that. But that man was, you don't let nobody treat you like because I love you. Because I love you. Okay. That's enough for me. And what did I do? I ain't never let a motherfucker treat me like shit. Because my granddaddy loved me. Period. Period, poo. And that's all I needed to know. Okay. But anyway, fathers, I want you to know that your children need you. I want you to know that just because the mother got it, she shouldn't have it by herself. Right? Um, just because you are struggling does not mean you need, you get to forget about your children. If you cannot contribute to your child's life financially, then you can contribute to it energetically. You can contribute to it emotionally. You can contribute to it, um, by being in attendance at, um, school events, but, um, basketball games, as I said, chilling games, football, whatever, whatever your child spelling bees. Spellabies. I don't give a fuck if your child is a treat in the play. You go and treat the cheer on. Do what the fuck you got to do so that this person, this human being, knows that somebody in this world gives a fuck about me. Because it's so many people that don't. It's so many people that'll never give a fuck if I'm not here tomorrow. Don't be one of them people. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Let me tell y'all the last fucking text that my daddy sent me. And I'm going to let y'all know. The last text that my daddy sent me because. And I'm just going to sum it up for you like this. He said something. Terrible. About one of my nieces or nephew. And I told their parents. Right. Because I wanted to protect the child. Because I knew that this man, first of all, we had our, we already knew. Let me, let me, let me be clear. We already knew that you said this, right? It was already around your family and somebody had already told us that you said it. And we had already known that you said it, um, for, uh, months prior to you saying it to me. But then when he said it to me, I had a responsibility to then protect my niece or nephew, right? And so I did that by telling their parents what was said, because I knew that when you got drunk, you were going to say that shit to their face and you got me fucked up. Just like you had my child fucked up, you got my niece and nephew fucked up, right? So I told their parents, and it was a thing. Of course it was a thing. You're not going to call somebody's child out of their name and it not be a thing, right? Because eventually you're going to say that to the child's face. And you're going to have to box one of them parents because you would definitely have to box me. And I don't know if I can beat your ass up because you got a cock strong, so I'm just going to knock your cat back for real. I got a frying pan. I got something. Yes, I am talking about being violent with my father because it's about my children, right? You don't get to treat my children like shit. When I had these humans, when I brought these human, humans earthside, it was on me to make sure that they was good. It was on me to protect them, them from any hurt, harm, or danger. And I'm going to do that to the best of my ability. And I don't give a fuck who it's against. It could be against their own daddy. I'm going to stand 10 toes down as strong as I can. You got me fucked up by mine. And I hope they daddy feel the same. I hope that if I am ever to the point where it look like I'm about to hurt one of my kids, he knock my ass to next week. I ain't advocate for hitting no women. And I'm just saying that as a figure of speech. So don't y'all get emotional about it. Okay? I'm just saying. Stand 10 toes down behind your kids. If you don't fuck with my kids, you don't fuck with me. And that's how I feel about it. Right? 
And that's what the parents was on. If you don't fuck with my kids, you don't fuck with me. Because how the fuck you going to say something crazy about your own grandchild and think that that shit's supposed to fly? It ain't going to fly with me. It ain't going to fly with nobody who give a fuck about yours. You might not give a fuck about your children, but we give a fuck about ours. Right? So the last, so after that, after he figured out it was me that told the said parents, but really, they already knew you said this shit because it got around your family. It got around your family because you had been saying it. Don't act like you had just said it that day. People heard you say it months prior. And we had already know you just hadn't said it to neither one of our faces. And then you said it to mine. And that's where that shit was going to stop. Boom. So anyway, the man sends me a text and says, um, I wish I could show y'all. I can't because I'm recording on my phone. But anyway, the man sends me a text and says, where the fuck do you get off telling somebody what the fuck I said? Um, that's why I don't fuck with you niggas, man. Man. He think he from Memphis. He did that from Indiana. Well, I don't fuck with you niggas, man. Okay. <laughs> I knew you didn't fuck with me when you called me a fat ass. Let me let me let me be fucking clear. I know you didn't fuck with me when you called me a fat ass. I know you didn't fuck with me when you didn't care that you hurt my fucking feelings. I didn't give up. I knew you didn't fuck with me when you laughed in my face because I was cold. I know you didn't fuck with me when you didn't answer the phone for months after somebody had, had done something inappropriate to me. Hmm? I know you didn't fuck with me a long motherfucking time ago. You had shown me. Nigga, you ain't have to tell me. Right? So, let the record show. And all your family should know. Let the record show. That if you are a father. And you are saying crazy, mean, hateful, inappropriate things to your children. Or doing inappropriate things to your children. Or your children's mother in, in their face. I hope that you are not forgiven. I hope that everything that you've done comes back on your ass tenfold. I hope that for you. Because I hope that you feel the things that you made other people feel. People that you helped bring Earthside that you didn't give a fuck if they lived or die. I hope that then after you feel all those things that maybe you can begin to heal. Right? Because I think that you need to feel a little wrath before you feel a little healing. Maybe you need to feel a little hell before you feel a little healing. Maybe that's going to give you the motivation you need to be a better person. Now, if you feel like I'm spelling you, then it is what it is. Maybe, maybe not. Whatever. Whatever. But I hope that one day before you all leave this earth, that you make it right with the people that you brought to this earth. May your souls never rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, y'all thought that was going to be a healing one. Nah, I brought fire. <laughs> fire, baby. <laughs> I told y'all that y'all didn't really. Look, I'm not even going to do a part two. I cut the energy off. I believe in cutting off anybody who does not serve you any good. I believe in cutting off anybody who is a danger to your mental health or the mental health of your children or the physical health of you or your children, right? I believe in cutting these people off and cutting them out of your life. If that is what's best for you, if that is what will not, um, if that is what will prevent you from unaliving yourself or your children from unaliving themselves or what have you, whatever. Do what's best for you. But me, I'm going to protect mine every time. All right. I'll see y'all later. Bye.